Hello, and welcome to episode six of the Trans Questioning Podcast. I'm your host, Zara. Zara? Zara? I haven't quite decided on what the, uh, the, the correct pronunciation is for that. That's kind of a fun thing, huh? Like, you get, not only do you get to decide what your name is, you get to decide what the syllables are. No, it's Sarah. Excuse me, how dare you? I'm glad we're having a little bit of fun here at the beginning of this here episode because uh, this one is dark. I'm actually recording this uh, in the far off distant future of December the 3rd. Intrepid listeners can probably put together from all of the dates that I've listed at various points, like the actual timeline of when every little bit is recorded in this show. So this one absolutely requires some introduction before getting into it because like I said, it's it's rough. I've been thinking about what to do with this episode since I recorded it well over a month ago. Two would it would it have been two months ago at this? But gee, oof, it's been a while. It's been a hot minute. So you may have noticed that the title of this episode is "Emotional Breakdown ASMR," and you know that's that's a funny like joke of a title, but you couldn't get more literal with this one. I recorded this while I was cooking. In my kitchen, which is where one cooks. I don't know if you know that. While I was having a breakdown and I didn't set up my podcast mic, I just used my Zoom recorder and I just set it like on the counter by where I was chopping vegetables. So this one, like as far as the ASMR thing, like you're getting bird's ear view of of me chopping uh, bell peppers and other stuff while I'm talking. And I actually think this sounds really cool. I was worried when I recorded it that it would sound like trash, and I was kind of hoping that it would so that I could throw it away, but uh, it came out pretty interesting. But if you're distracted or dislike sounds in the background of your podcast, be warned of that. But if that's the thing that triggers you in this episode, then uh, you're... Yeah, I guess you've got a lot of good things going on in your life, and I really envy you. So yeah, I have a full emotional breakdown in this. It's uh, it's not pretty, and it gets really dark. So be warned. I talk about suicidal ideation. I talk about violence. I talk about losing friends and family and all of that fun stuff. So very, very for real serious content warning in in every single one of those categories. All right. So with all of that said, uh, here is the episode. I hope you enjoy it. I don't know if that's the right word. I hope that you get something out of it. And then I'll be back at the end with a few final thoughts. Hello and welcome to episode six of the Trans Questioning Podcast. We are here live in... The kitchen. I am in the process of preparing my dinner and my dinner for the next couple of days. Uh, I'm making uh, keto chicken garam masala. And I probably mispronounced that name tremendously. For that, I apologize. Currently, I'm dicing up a red bell pepper, removing all of the seeds, 
rinsing out the insides. The audio quality on this one is going to be a wild ride because uh, I just need to record because I'm in a shitty place emotionally and I need to talk it out or else I'm going to fucking kill myself. Don't take that literally, please. Uh, and, you know, I just have my uh, Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. I have my Zoom in here recording uh, shitty audio from 2002. No, I have my Zoom out here, and I don't have the microphone up. I guess I guess I could have hooked up the microphone, but... I don't know. I kind of like the idea of you getting, like, cutting board level sound effects. And who knows? Maybe it'll sound like shit, and I'll just scrap this entire episode. Um, this chicken is going to be delicious. I made it earlier in the weekend. Um, a friend of mine wanted to uh, do a thing where he buys ingredients and I cook. Um, so we, we tried this thing and he bought just so much spices for that specifically. And like, he doesn't cook, so he just gave them all to me. Uh, I have all of these like weird exotic spices. So fuck, I guess I'll just make the same meal again. Uh, I guess I should say... It is November 1st. It has been a hot minute since I recorded last. Um, I've been busy with so many things. Um, and uh, the show, for me, still has not come out. Although that is certainly approaching. Uh, the artist that I contacted... Um, to make a, uh, a thumbnail has finished it after a lot of revisions and I'm extremely happy with the final result. I don't know how like advertisable it is, but I think it's a good piece of art and I'm proud to have it as my cover photo. Um, so today, this morning... Instead of studying for the math test that I had this afternoon, I recorded a video that I have been meaning to record for a while. And that video was a video about uh, my body, specifically how much I dislike it. I've wanted to do a version of this, this video for a really long time, because, uh, I mean, it's been a constant thing for me. Um, oh, AC just kicked on. Give me a sec. So, yeah, uh, I've always wanted to do that. And I've, I've done a lot of poetry in the past about my relationship with my body. Um, there was a performance I did of a, of a piece that, at a climactic moment, involved me ripping my shirt off uh, and saying, you know, ah, this is my body, whatever. And the video that I recorded today falls very much along those same lines. Um, by the time you're listening to this, I'm sure the video will be out. Um, I'm going to try to actually finish it by this Friday, which I guess would be the 6th? Maybe? Maybe not? I don't know. Um, I can't look at my phone because I'm, I'm chopping onion. Or fuck. 
pepper, bell pepper, Jesus. Um, so I'll just say like that video, um, starts with me saying I'm at war with my body and then I take my shirt off and then I do the rest of the video shirtless, which when I put it that way, it doesn't sound like that big of a deal, but I was terrified the entire time writing the script for it once I had the idea and I was terrified the entire time I was recording it. It probably shows in the video. I haven't started editing it yet. I'm sure it will not be a great time as I even acknowledge in the script. Um, but, uh, I, uh, let's just turn the oven on, get that preheating. Um, so that was emotionally taxing in ways that I wasn't expecting. I knew the performance wouldn't be easy. I was not expecting, uh, the way that doing it, like, stuck with me. Um, I finished reading the script, and then I was staring at the camera and sort of thinking if I wanted to say anything else, thinking if maybe I wanted to record the uh, the end card bits. Um, if you're not familiar with how YouTube works, you always... Generally, you want to have something after the, the, the meat of the video where you're saying, ah, thanks for watching the thing. Good. Check out my Patreon and, you know, subscribe and like and share and all that bullshit. Um... And uh, I was thinking about if I wanted to do that, and I almost always end up, if I do them live, I, I have a really hard time coming up with things to say. Uh, so I almost always end up just throwing that stuff out and re-recording it like the day before the video goes up. Um, so I was thinking about if I wanted to do that, uh, or if I wanted any, if I wanted to like improv any other lines to throw at the end of the video and instead I just had this sort of like oh man I'm really tired so I um uh, I think I took my glasses off and like put my hands to my face and then I just I just fucking started sobbing man like I uh I had a had a <laughs> I had kind of an emotional breakdown where I just sort of like kind of toppled backward a little bit and I had a really hard time getting my shit together and I wasn't expecting that reaction from myself um and that's been with me all day honestly like I went I, I, I pretty much immediately once I was done breaking down had to run I almost was late to my bus uh, I had to go and get, you know, to school so I could get there for this math test. Um, and I, uh, I, I took it and it was fine. Uh, one of the people that sits next to me, who's really cool, um, uh, she asked me how I felt about the test and I was like, oh, about the test? Fine. You know, I'm not, I'm not worried about that. And I've never really worried about tests. I don't, I don't, I don't really know why. I've just always had this attitude that like, either I know it or I don't. Um, and I'm not going to worry about it either way, um, which always comes back to bite me in the ass when I don't study for something. <laughs> so like today there was a key concept that I completely missed in reviewing the material, um, cause it was like one day's worth of work. And of course it was like three questions on the test. Anyway, um, I was hoping the test would take my mind off of shit and it did for a minute, but then I got out and I just had like... I don't know, I was just feeling like shit, and of course, 
when you feel like shit, for whatever reason, you feel this compulsion to, like, listen to sad music. Like, Shell, get out of here. I'm, I'm recording a podcast right now. Um, but, you, but you feel this compulsion to, like, I don't know, just, like, watch or listen to shit that makes you feel worse. I don't, I don't know what the deal with that is. Sorry about the Twitter status about it recently. Um, so, uh, I mean, while I was breaking down all of my equipment after recording the video, I, uh, put on a bunch of Marion Call music, and she's, like, my long-standing depression fave. Um, and so I was singing along to that, and, you know, feeling like, like crap. Um, and then when I was getting ready to leave, I remembered, like, I, I just got a new set of Bluetooth headphones that came highly recommended um i got them so i'm not a huge fan of like bluetooth stuff but i got them because um i had a pair of headphones that had busted recently and i bought that same pair of headphones again so i had the first pair for like three years and it survived uh like going through the washing machine it survived a number of moves they were a sturdy pair of headphones, and I, I just liked that model. So I got, a, I got a new pair, and the new pair, that same model, lasted a solid, like, three weeks before uh, some heinous shit happened, and um, the, uh, the, the cabling came unseated from the, uh, the, 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 not the, would it be the receiver? I guess I guess it would be the receiver end. Um, and so, I don't know. It's just like, you know what? I, I feel like the Google Pixel has like a really shitty uh, 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 auxiliary port. So I'll try Bluetooth. And so I got this, head, this headset that was pretty cheap. Um, and I've been really surprised with it. It's actually got really good quality audio like way better than what i was getting before so that's been cool um and mostly the bluetooth stuff has been painless so i've kind of changed my opinion about that but uh now that i have these like nicer quality audio headphones uh i was like oh yeah you know what i should listen to uh science fiction by brand new which is their first new album in like uh eight years that uh, I've been listening to off and on. I haven't listened to it in a couple months, maybe. Um, but when it came out, I was listening to it nonstop because, like, they're my favorite band. Um, so I went, to, like, rode the bus, uh, walked to school uh, with that playing in my ear, and you can imagine it was uh, not happy music. Uh, so I was feeling like shit, you know, and <laughs> sad music wasn't making me feel any better. So finally, I, um, after getting out of the test, uh, I was going through like, I, I was like, I need to listen to something different. So I was going through my podcasts and I fucking, I listened to like exclusively, uh, <laughs> politics podcasts. And the news is just so fucking depressing. So, I mean, there's actually a lot of, like, good news right now in terms of, like, the indictments put forward by Robert Mueller's investigation. 
Um, Seth Abramson has like a lot of a lot to say about that, which is really exciting. But uh, yeah, um, at this episode of my brother and my brother, my brother, my brother and me downloaded, so I decided to listen to that instead, and that cheered me up because, of course, it's funny, it's it's light and positive. I think I finally understood the reasoning behind their edict of no bummers. Fuck, Shell, you freaked me out. Quit that. No, you quit it. Um, so that was good. And I came home, um, intending to start work on editing this video, which has emotionally devastated me. And I couldn't bring myself to do so. So instead I just dicked around for a while. And then one of my roommates came home, and, uh, she's a teacher. She has a hard time. Oklahoma sucks for teachers. It's unfortunate, but true. So, uh, we, we talked about our grievances, and I told her about my reaction to recording this video, and, uh, you know, whatever. Um, and we commiserated on our sort of shared miseries. Sorry, I'm looking for this right pan. Here it is. Um... Then one of my other roommates got home while I was out, uh, while preparing for making this chicken marsala. You know, I've got the chicken right now marinating in yogurt, uh, which is something I'm trying and probably supposed to do that overnight. Um, I'm doing that in like a course of, you know, an hour, whatever. Um, I, uh, I realized that I was missing an ingredient. I didn't have a bell pepper. I, did, I, I thought I did. I had a green bell pepper. Uh, but it was old. It was not long for this world. So instead, uh, I went to the store, got a bell pepper, got this uh, unsweetened iced tea that I'm currently drinking from occasionally. Um, when I got back, one of my other roommates had just gotten home, and they were talking about uh, going out to eat. And actually, I had just been thinking, like, God, it, it, sound, it sounds really nice to, 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 to eat out. Um, and they finished making their plans in front of me. They were like, hey, do you want to go to BJ's? To each other. Um, and, and they agreed, like, yeah, we'll do it. And so they were getting ready, and I engaged in a little bit of conversation with them for a minute. And, um, I sort of was like... Oh, hey, that's, you know, uh, BJ's is a place where they actually have things that I can eat on my diet. Uh, maybe, maybe they'll invite me to go along. Um, and, uh, I guess I'll just fucking cut to the chase. I mean, it's not like it's a secret because I'm recording this podcast right now. Um, they did not invite me. And so, I know intellectually I'm being really fucking melodramatic about this because I wanted to go and they were making that plan and I should have just asked and and, and and I almost did but I didn't because this is not the first time this has happened recently where everybody in the house makes a plan and then they go and and then they leave me here. And they don't ask me if I want to go. 
Um, and like, I guess there was a stretch of time where I didn't want to go do anything. They stopped asking me, and they've continued to not ask me, and I'm sorry, cleaning this spatula. I feel like I am losing all of my friends. Like, I stood there watching them leave, and they were, like, slowly making their way out, and I was waiting for them to ask me if I wanted to go with them. The question ever came, and, you know, my roommate said, uh, all right, I'll see you later, to me. And I would just sort of, like, quietly was like, oh, uh, okay, see ya. And he, like, I'm reading too much into this, but it it looked to me like he sort of, like, stopped for a second and then closed the door. I don't know. Not everything needs to be the entire house and, you know, whatever. My, my teacher roommate knew that I, uh, that I had a bad day and that I was in a, in a rough place. I just say, why, why, why not ask me? I just I feel like everybody, everybody's pissed off at me for something and I don't know what it is and I don't know how to ask him about it. Like as soon as he closed the door, I just like, I sat down at our kitchen table and I just started crying again. I've never cried this much before as an adult. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's the mood stabilizers that I'm on. Maybe they're making me more emotional, which is good. It's good. I need to be feeling emotion. Like, maybe that my hope is that the mood stabilizer is, I don't know, uh, quenching down the, 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 the normalcy of my depression and just letting me actually feel an emotion and deal with it. But I just like, I just, why, why not invite me? And I, I need to talk to them. I've needed to talk to them forever about a bunch of things. Like, I know everybody's kind of mad at me for how I've been or how I was over before school started. And, you know, I don't think that they're wrong about that. But I feel like at this point I have to explain to them that, like, depression... I, I go into this in the video that I made. Like, depression... It, it, it seeps into everything. And, and they know this. They, they have depression, too. This isn't new information. It's just... Their depression is different. Everybody's depression is different. And, like... I was, I was on Twitter for a while, uh, which is taking up increasingly more and more of my time. And uh, it's apparently Trans Awareness Week or month, uh, which I didn't know. And according to that, I, I found a, a bunch of threads that were talking about like depression rates and suicide rates among trans people. <sighs> I 
And I just, I, I, I feel the, the enormity of the choice that I'm making and I don't know. I, I feel like right now, like the last, last four or five months of my life are the first time in a very long time that I've had a, an actual understanding of who I am as a person. And it just, it just happened like two months too late. I was, all of my friends, like they hate me now because I let them down at a time when they needed me. And I can't, I can't just say like I'm, I'm better now. I can't. How, how do I tell them? That I know I was wrong, and I'm sorry, but they can't do this to me. But what they're doing to me is what I did to them. I just don't know what to do. And like, I feel like everybody resents me because I don't have a job, and I haven't had a job in over over a year. And I've been kind of just living off of student loans and family charity. And right now I'm a student. And I thought maybe once I become a student, that'll go away. Because I'm working full-time as a student. But I feel like it's just gotten worse. Like it's... It's like nothing I do is good enough anymore. I can't, I can't share my enthusiasm about anything because, oh God, it's like what, it's like the way that you talk to an alcoholic when they say that they're sober, like after they've disappointed you a lot. God, it's... Why does it keep coming back to my anxiety about my Uncle Joe? Jesus Christ. It's like the way that my family talks to him, where he's, he'll say, like, Oh, I'm doing better now. I, I, I did this thing with myself. And they're like, well, that's nice, Joe. That's, that's good. But we all know that you're going to disappoint us again. So nobody's going to get their hopes up. And I mean... You know, one of my friends, like... We started this YouTube show together, and that's basically explicitly what he said to me, is that I don't know if I can rely on you to be dependable because of how you are. And that's been fucking with me for the last six months, like, consistently. And it's, and it's another one of those things where it's like, he's, he's, he's right! I'm not dependable. I follow whatever strain of emotion is right in front of me. I just go on passion. And then when the passion burns out, I'm done. You know, I move on to the next thing, regardless of who gets hurt in the process. I've done this in all of my relationships. I did this with personal projects involving other people. I've let so many other people down. 
as a result. And I just, I, I, I don't know what to do about it because I, I don't recognize it happening when it's happening. It doesn't feel like it's a choice I'm making. It doesn't feel like I have any control over it. Like today, I, I finished a job application for something on, on, on campus. There's a, like a, a tech learning lab and they need somebody who was like a VR specialist. And I thought like I could probably uh, spin my experiences to, to, to fit the requirements of that job. Cause I do legitimately have a lot of experience with VR, not just like practically, but I've researched it. I put a lot of effort into like getting a knowledge of it. And I, I make that like a, a point of pride where I'm, I'm always trying to like keep in, keep in, uh, informed about what's going on in the world of VR, whatever. So, um, you know, almost exactly a year ago, uh, we got the Vive and we did it with the intention of starting like a, a, sh a sub show on our channel, um, exploring VR. And we spent like two months recording footage to make the first episode, which I scripted and, and recorded and, and edited. Um, and I'm using that as part of my like application where I included that. And, um, uh, they, uh, uh, just in looking for it, I decided to go back and like watch that video and it's fucking one of the best videos I've ever done. It's so good. Um, and just watching it, like, I remember <sighs> we never, uh, the, the video has like a promise of what's to come with the series. And then we did one more episode and never did anything VR-related again with the show. And I'm just, like, watching that first episode, I don't, I don't know what happened. I don't know why we didn't go, and I, I know it's my fault. I know I, like, I remember the, the, the discussions that we had where I said, um, I expressed my worries about um, how to collect... Uh, all of the information that we needed in terms of like recording gameplay and the person in the space playing the game, I expressed problems with like uh, the uh, 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 there was there was like latency issues and all kinds of like really unfortunate things that were complicating the editing process uh, and me being the perfectionist that I am, I wanted you know, to wait until we, like, figured out the best way to do it. But when we started the show, like, in, in June or July of last year, I told him, like, I need you to push me because I'm a perfectionist and, and, and my, my worst instinct will be to not do something if it feels like it's not perfect. And uh, I'm trying I'm trying to accept responsibility for this because I know I know you know every, everybody I live with has has so many of their own issues. Um, my my former YouTube partner. Um, has his own depression to deal with, his own, his own variety of it, and he has a really lousy work situation that 
is only just now starting to resolve. Um, and a big part, point of contention was the fact that I didn't take his depression into, into consideration, which is completely valid. But I just don't know how I was supposed to do that. <laughs> Dealing with, with, with my own depression and... I don't know. I think I'm just like fundamentally a selfish person. I just hate this about myself where I'm like I come up with a great idea and I get so into it I put so much work into it and then just arbitrarily the light leaves the room and instead of sticking with the project I, I follow the light into whatever room it moves into I I I spent a lot of time thinking uh, where I would be if I hadn't stopped writing after I finished my first book, or if I had maintained uh, video editing um, and making like video essay type things when I started doing that in like 2010. And it. Uh, you know, I, I, I keep, if I keep, I'm never, I'm never going to have like a normal ass career. I'm just not that person. It's not going to work for me. So I, I, this is, this is what I need to do. Like I, I, the, the YouTube thing, the, the podcast thing, finding some way to weasel my way into like a, 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 a tech lab, uh, for VR. Like that's, that's what I have to do if I expect to make a living other doing something that I actually give a shit about, but that's never going to work. If every six months I I lose track of myself and stop having give a shit and move on to the next thing, I just don't know what to do about me. And it's times like these where, you know, suicidal thoughts come in. And I'm, I'm not... I'm not suicidal. Uh, I have no plan. I just... I'm making that very clear because I understand... That I know uh, the emotional state that I'm in. And I know... Uh, <laughs> The the, the 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 timbre of this episode. Um, but nevertheless, like suicidal thoughts are a constant thing for me. Uh, and it's it's almost never like an ideation thing. It's just sort of, boy, it sure would be easier if I was dead. Then I wouldn't have to deal with things. That sounds nice. I wouldn't be stressed all the time. Wow, what a relief. Like, uh, it just sucks. Everything sucks.
and I haven't read any more of Julia Serrano's book. I've been too busy. Not, not really. I just, I'm terrible at reading. I need to figure out how to regiment my time. I've never really learned it as a skill. I've basically just been on the computer nonstop since I was like 16. Um, so I never learned like time management skills the way that I should have done. And I've tried in the past to like start, you know, oh, I need to read for an hour a day and then I need to do like writing for an hour and a day or shit like that. And it just never sticks because I give up on it too quick because I lose the fire and I forget, you know, whatever. <sighs> I really hope this medication like curbs this this part of me somehow. That would be really nice. I would greatly appreciate if this medication helps. And I have to be completely clear, like, I know it's, it's, it's probably, like, really sad hearing like, me cry on this podcast, but me being able to express my emotions like that, I haven't been able to do that in almost a decade, if not more. Really, more. I, I know I've talked about this a little bit in this podcast so far, um, but for me, like, what I, what I realized before realizing I was trans is that I've, I've been slowly cutting myself off from emotion and, 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 and like cutting, cutting away my empathy and feeling just my ability to feel in general. And, uh, I'm, I'm at a point where I'm allowing myself to feel emotions and I'm using this podcast as a way to vent. And I don't know if my friends or my roommates are going to listen to this podcast and they might. And if you're listening to this, I'm sorry for talking about you behind your back. And I don't blame you. And I'm not mad at you. I'm disappointed in myself. And I'm disappointed in everybody else a little bit. And I... I just want to talk about it. But this is good. This is why I have this podcast. This is me figuring out how to express my emotions. Turns out I just needed an invisible audience of nobody to talk to in the same room as me so I can just rant for a while. Maybe that was the answer all along. I just needed an invisible friend. <sighs> oh, boy. Well, I'm going to call it there. Um, I think I've just about blown my steam. 37 minutes? Holy shit. Man, I really just went there, didn't I? 
Well, if you listen to this, what I'll say is I hope that you're you're feeling all right, and I hope that you have friends that support you, and I also want to be clear that my friends support me too. You know, I've come out to them, and they're 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 really cool about it, and we haven't really talked about it as much as we probably should. But everybody's busy. Everybody's got their lives that they're leading. I, you know, I get it. It's not, you know, it's not a surprise. Um. But here's the thing. I, I brought this up in the video that I recorded. And I'll say it again here. The goal for me is not to, you know, vent my emotions and then have somebody tell me, like, no, it's okay. Everything's fine. Don't worry about it. I think the internet has a bad habit of saying, like, expression of a problem is tantamount to dealing with it. And so you express a problem, and then people, you know, in public, you address it, and then people react to it like, oh, that's so sad, I'm so sorry, but hey, at least you've made it through. And it's like, once you've had that one permissible public expression, it's like, yeah, okay, but you've already done this before, now you need to move on, like, where's the, it's like, it's like everybody's looking at it as if it's a story, you know, like, okay, but what, what about, like, the rest of it, you know, um, where, where's, where's your arc, Are, what do you mean you're, you're back to square one, that's not a good story, um, and so, the big thing for this podcast, the thing that I think sets it apart, is that I'm not trying to solve the question. I'm trying to live in it. And, and this, like, venting of emotion is all from, like, a place of frustration that I have that's... I, I don't... I don't want, like, simple platitudes, and I don't want just, like, an all-purpose, like yes you can sort of answer I want to feel what this is and what this means to me and then I just want to live in it and if I can solve it from there fantastic but if I can't then I can't and, you know, that's, that's life. But this is my encouragement to you, in a general sense. Don't be afraid to be sad. Hell, don't even be afraid to be suicidal, necessarily. I mean, be reasonable. If you think that you are... A legitimate threat to yourself, please call help. But you shouldn't feel pressured 
to be ashamed of your emotions or to repress them. And you shouldn't, you know, there's just a lot of things you shouldn't, you shouldn't feel. Uh, and, you know, sad is not one of them. Uh, I've spent a lot of my life with depression. I just got yogurt on my fucking pants. I've spent a lot of my life with depression. Um, and it's not fun. I don't, I don't even look at it as like a learning experience. I've had learning experiences as a result, but I resented most of them. Um, but I think it's important that we as people, and, and you, my dear listener, as someone who maybe is sad, did you let yourself live in that sadness for a little while? Not, not forever, but maybe longer than some people would say is, is healthy. You know, don't feel obligated to solve your depression. Because it's not something that you solve, it's something that you learn to live with. I suppose being trans is the same way. Um, don't be don't be so quick to arrive at the solution my choice to, to live in this to, to, to feel this emotion to express it the way that I am I think is helping me to understand who I am which is a skill I desperately need if I just rushed to uh, the the solution to the problem, if I if I just rushed to, you know, I'm I'm gonna start transition now. Um, I would. I don't know. I don't know if 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 it, if it would work for me. I don't know how, what I would do. Uh, I don't know. I'm. So that's why. <laughs> Yeah, as a, as a concluding argument, this isn't uh, this isn't my strongest. Um, I'm just trying to figure things out, and I'm emotionally exhausted, and you know, cooking. Um, I'm gonna be really sad if this episode sounds like shit. Cause there's some good stuff in here, and that's the other thing is like you know I. I, I, I should I should like cut out the stuff of me like sobbing um, in in the video that that I recorded like I should probably not include the bit where uh, I break down that I happened to record but I think I'm going to because the whole point is visibility and part of that it's not it's not just like here's my body this is what it looks like. Uh, please acknowledge it's that it, it it has a legitimately powerful effect on me as a person and it, you know it it, it it does shit to me so in conclusion feel things feel sad 
as long as you don't hurt yourself. Learn, love, wake up, live your life. And um, I hope your hope your world is brightened a little bit now. <laughs> for my sadness, for my frustration, I don't know. Nothing else. I hope you've learned something. Man. Ah, oh, this chicken marsala is gonna be fucking delicious. The yogurt is gonna make it. Uh, that was a bit rough, huh? That was not a not a great time. I, uh, I I kept in a lot of like long pauses in this, which I have avoided so far in this show as much as possible because you know I, it, the, with somebody just talking by themselves, it can get really bad and boring when you're just saying your thoughts one word at a time and with like 20 seconds of silence in between each word. I feel like I've gotten a lot better about that, but in the first like four episodes, it was real bad. But in this case, besides the fact that you've just got like the soundscape of like stuff cooking, there's just something about the emotional continuity of where I was at the time that like it feel it would feel really bad if I cut it up you know so there's a few moments where I I cut out long 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 pauses like I think there's a part where I I stopped talking for like a minute and a half but otherwise it's all basically intact which is a rarity for this show but I want to preemptively address some concerns anybody might have after listening to that particular episode. So as I've said in previous episodes, uh, I very recently was diagnosed with bipolar 2 disorder and I was put on Lamictal, which is a mood stabilizer. And the way that you take Lamictal is that you start at a very low dose and you build it up in your system over time and then you increase your dose after two weeks. So like I had one pill that I took for two weeks and then I jumped up to two pills after that. Now I don't I don't know this for a fact, but this episode was recorded like the day after I think I first stepped up to two Lamictal a day, and I was all over the place that whole like couple of days. And my psychiatrist had told me that there is a pretty high likelihood of having one like r- returning cycle of emotional downturn before stabilizing essentially. So it could have been that I was just having like a really shit day. And I mean, obviously I was, but also I think that there was a medical aspect to it where my medications were fucking me up in a very real way. All that said, that very same mood stabilizer has helped me tremendously. I have not felt this consistently okay, probably as long as I can remember. And I mean, you know, Adderall helps. I actually have a meeting with my psychiatrist next week, and I'm probably going to ask him to up my dosage a little bit. We'll see how that goes. But anyway, I just wanted to assure you all, if you're concerned that I am not 
in a in as bad a place as I was when I recorded this episode. And even when I recorded this episode, I wasn't in the, the very worst place that I could be. Like I wasn't at risk of hurting myself. The point of this podcast for me is to try to capture these moments when they happen. Not necessarily for my sake, although I can see there being benefits, but more just as a standing document for a, a, a young trans person going through this process without necessarily knowing w- what emotions to expect. And it's one thing to just say, you know, it's it's emotionally trying, you'll be sad, you'll cry, you'll have you know, fluctuating optimism and cynicism. It's one thing to say all that stuff, but another thing altogether to like show it in a very literal sense and just be like, yeah, this is what it can be like sometimes. And, you know, the subject that that, that has me torn up in this episode isn't, you know, strictly related to transness, but it all is sort of like wrapped up together. So I'm 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 really glad that I recorded this and it's tough to listen to, but I'm I'm glad that it exists and in any case I hope that you enjoyed it or got something out of it. And one last quick digression, uh we're very very close uh, to 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 catching up to my backlog, which is exciting. I've plugged this in a couple of previous episodes, so I'm going to plug it again. If you have questions or thoughts or whatever, email me at transquestioningpodcast@gmail.com. If you like what I do on this show and want to help me do it more, why not go over to Patreon? patreon.com/ltas. How's that for some AS the cover art is by Emily Bumgarner. The music is the We Shop theme by Insane in the Rain Music. You can find me on Twitter at HMSNoFun. That, that's it. That's all, folks. As always, thanks for listening, and I hope that you got something out of this. And I will see you uh, next time. Next time.